Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon. Compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of 62000 In total cash prizes, head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. DraftKings.com for details. 21 only. Please drink responsibly. All right, here we go. Beginning this hour with uh, the great Stanford Steve from ESPN. We'll talk some college football here uh, with maybe his best bets with win totals on the season. How's your summer going, pal? Can't complain, fellas. Everything's good out here. Good to hear you guys back on the air. You guys got a nice little vacay. Pretty good. Pretty good. And then we come back right into a bee's uh, nest today. I mean, my God, everything's <laughs> happening. Okay, so let's begin uh, with the SEC, one team out of this conference. Look, I've heard a lot of people make a case for both bets here, under or over, with LSU. Brian Kelly's, uh, Kelly's first year down in the bayou. I mean, after you've studied up on this team, the talent they have coming back, what he's doing potentially in his first year, their overall schedule, playing that side of the SEC do you like them, or are you anti-SEC uh, LSU this year? Well, here's the, here's where it is, and the, the, the image comes in right away, right? You've got Brian Kelly, and he's a guy that I've trusted in the past. I think, you know, people talk about the culture and him fitting in Baton Rouge. Was it the right hire? I don't care about any of that. I just know the guy wins football games. You know, how long is it going to take? We're going to find out. Is it a gauntlet SEC West? Yes, of course. Is it a tricky game against Florida State week one in New Orleans? Yes. But when you look at what LSU's roster brings to the table, 
And then you factor in the buttoned up ideas of, of Kelly and how he runs the program and what he does and how he plays to his strengths uh, when it comes to offense and defense. I look at that six and a half and I think it's doable. I really do. Now, the, the, the quarterback situation, he's got to iron that out. Does he want an experienced guy that doesn't have a high ceiling? And, and Miles Brennan, now Miles Brennan, guys, he was at LSU before Joe Burrow got there. That's how long that guy's been there. And he's had injuries all over the place. Uh, he averaged 370 yards in games. He started at LSU. We know they got transferred Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, who obviously is a more athletic type, but his consistency throwing the ball is not great. But the sleeper there is Nussmeyer. Uh, he's the younger kid. He's got all the tools. He's, I think he's like 5'10", though. Uh, but I, I think Brian Kelly, when you go back and look what he's done with his quarterbacks, he's always gotten it right. Uh, and and that's, what, that's what interests me most there. They might have the best wide receiving group in the country. Uh, they got guys all over the place. They go seven deep uh, with their outside receivers that have SEC caliber talent. So – uh, they got a transfer from Penn State at running back Noah Kane, who I think is going to get a lot of the carries. So I think they're going to be 4-0 when they go to Auburn October 1st. And Auburn is a team that, you know, is much in flux. That I think they got a bad taste in their mouth from all that, that witch hunt that went after Harson and uh -huh. uh, that program and, and universities uh, taking over. So I think the schedule's doable. Uh, they obviously got to go, you know, they get Bama at home. But I like what LSU has. I think Brian Kelly will fix that offensive line. I like over six and a half. You're giving him a win against Florida State? Just right off the bat, no problem? Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. Okay, I'll tell you what was a great coaching job last year, what Beamer did at South Carolina. I mean, people thought they were oh. going to be awful. So what do you think uh, South Carolina does this year? Uh, I, I love what Beamer did. He showed me a lot. I had no idea what to think of him, not having any head coaching experience. But if you talk to people around the program, they love being there. They think he has all the right, the makings uh, to keep bringing this, you know, program forward. And, you know, yeah, in the East, it's Georgia and everybody else. But when you look at South Carolina, I mean, they couldn't get anything out of their quarterback position last year. They mm -hmm. couldn't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. They went three first. No, they, they went scoreless four times in the first half of games last year. That's how bad they were. And they still got to seven. They beat Florida. They beat Auburn. They beat North Carolina in the bowl games, and now you bring – I'm not a Spencer Rattler fan, but he's a huge upgrade to what they had at the quarterback position. They got great receivers coming back. I love the tight end. They got uh, Jaheim Bell, and then they got uh, um, Rattler's tight end from Oklahoma, a kid Austin Stonger, uh, who has good chemistry with Rattler, and I'm sure uh, Beamer had recruiting ties to him. So, again, on the other side, I think Florida's down – I'm not as high as on Tennessee as everybody else is. Uh, they got a huge start to the season because uh, they got Georgia State to start, uh, who's a tricky team who I think I kind of might pick to win the Sun Belt. Uh, and then they go to Arkansas, and then they got Georgia. So as long as they get out of those three unscathed and, and stay injury-free, you got Charlotte and South Carolina State after that, and then it's basically the SEC East. So I think it's a huge upgrade at the quarterback position. I love what, what Beamer brings to the table. The coaching staff, I like a lot. So South Carolina's a team that I look at. Uh, I saw an, uh, a six out there for uh, minus a uh, buck and a quarter. Ooh. I would definitely jump on that. Uh, I think Circa has now six and a half minus 105 for the over. Um, I still think that's doable. I think seven. I think if they can win seven with no quarterback last year, and I know one of them was a bowl game, so they got the six. Uh, 
I think they're definitely two games better than they were last year. So I like the Gamecocks. Very good. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, Stanford, Steve, ESPN, our guest. There's two overs in the SEC. Let's go with teams that you like to the under. A lot of hype with Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies at Texas A&M, but you're not going to buy it yet this yeah. year, huh? I, I, not at nine, Mitch. Uh, I see the number at nine, and I think, you know, you talk about fascination. LSU's fascinating because of all the overturn and still what's left on the roster. Now I want to see these new guys, right? I mean, they're expecting a lot of these true freshmen. We've heard plenty about Jimbo Fisher's recruiting. Uh, now it's time to see these guys step up. And the way they're talking, they had a couple of guys, you know, freshmen out there in spring ball that made immediate impacts, whether it's a wide receiver. They lost eight guys, uh, defensive linemen, and they brought eight in. Uh, so you're going to have a ton of talent there. The one thing I'll say about A&M is last year they had a quarterback competition who – they didn't have any, any starting experience. Now you bring Max Johnson in versus Haynes King, and Max Johnson comes from LSU. Brad Johnson's son, uh, remember the Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Bucks, And Haynes King got hurt to start the year in that god-awful game in Boulder that they should have lost, but ended up getting a win. But I think nine is a tough number here because of all that youth. Uh, I think Miami, uh, A&M week three is a really, really good game. When you look at what Miami brings to the table with with offensive and defensive line play, I think that's going to be a, a highly contested game. That's a tough out-of-conference game. Uh, and then you get Arkansas, who, be, who beat them last year. And then you got a rough gauntlet of uh, you got at Mississippi State, at Alabama, and at South Carolina. I think it's tough. I think nine's a real tough number there, so I would go under. Okay, great year last year by Old Miss. How much will they miss Corral this year? And what do you think Kiffin does now uh, this upcoming season? I mean, this team is going to look totally different, guys. They lost both coordinators, who I think the world of. Uh, Jeff Levy goes to Oklahoma to call the plays there, and DJ Durkin goes to A&M to try and you know get all that youth going there. So I think that's huge. Uh, Lane obviously is going to have his stamp on everything in the program. He's absolutely gone you know bonkers in the, in the transfer portal. He lost. I mean, they lost twenty starters. I mentioned both of the coordinators. He's got five new assistant coaches, and they lost the quarterback you mentioned and their top pass rusher. And now they got a quarterback competition between Jackson Dart, who played a little at SD, had a lot of hype behind him, and then Luke Altmeyer, who had to come in when Corral got hurt in a Sugar Bowl and just was atrocious. Uh, you know, he got sacked seven times, and, and he threw two picks in that game. I just think there's way too much overturn of the roster there um kiffin's been unbelievable uh coaching when he has an inferior offensive line where he gets the ball out fast and usually has an elusive quarterback uh to help with those guys up front but again this sec west i i just don't like the makeup of the roster when you look at the goods they have to go against um with that schedule so i i, I lean under uh eight i think i saw out there i mean they won 10 they won 10 last year guys yeah they lost the bowl game and that's the first time they won 10 as a school uh, in, in the history of the school. So I look at the under with Ole Miss at, at eight. Okay. Same with Arkansas? Yes, I do. Arkansas lost a ton, too. I know they got the quarterback back, but the receivers they lost, um, I, I, their schedule is, is absolutely brutal. Uh, when you look at the, the, the away games, uh, they have to play in that, in that, in that side. Uh, so I, I just think it's a tough year. They went 9-4 and four last year. Uh, they rank for the first time in like a decade, but I think seven and a half. I think it's tough for them to get to eight. 
I think seven and a half is a really good number. I would lean to the under there with, with the Razorbacks. Okay. And one team that you like over in the Big Ten is Iowa. Yeah, I just think Iowa, with the structure they have already, um, I, you know they're going to have a really good offensive line, even though they lost the All-American center. Uh, the defense is fantastic in getting takeaways. If they could ever get a quarterback there, uh, it would help things a lot. But I look at that division, guys, and I just think everybody is so much better. Um, when you look at the Minnesotas, uh, the Illinois, the Purdue's, I think, I mean, Northwestern is not going to be as bad as they were last year. There's no way. And then everybody's favorite, it feels like to talk about in that side is Nebraska, who obviously had, you know, brought Frost back. I think I thought it was a good move, uh, knowing how close they were. But um, I just think everybody's better over there. And I, I, I like Wisconsin at nine. That's a tough one for me. I, I think eight wins um, is, is gettable there. Mm. I just don't like what they have. They feel kind of stale there offensively. Uh, they brought in a new offense coordinator, but I just, I mean, Merch just doesn't do it for me now. I mean, we got three years of this now, and nothing's been as good as his first game in his career against Illinois. 20 yep. seconds. When's the big podcast when you're previewing everything? Uh, tomorrow. Bear and I, will get, we'll get on the horn tomorrow awesome. and uh, get, uh, get our official picks out tomorrow. Hey, bud. Good catching up. All right, boys. You enjoy. Be good. Thank you. There you go. Stanford C from ESPN. Bunch of bets he likes in college football. Up next, okay, so I'll tell you what a couple of uh, bookmakers have told me about the Browns and what they're going to do with their numbers today. And, by the way, I do see one book. Watson got six games today, if you don't know that. There's a book offering week number seven, a number, Browns at the Ravens. I'll tell you what it is coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook serving up big wins with the new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday. Get a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. Log in every Wednesday, automatically 20% profit boost. You can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the app. Heat up your summer with the BetRivers Sportsbook app. Whole new game. So, Deshaun Watson, we found out uh, right around 45, 50 minutes or so ago that his suspension is six games per Sue Robinson. Now, again, the ball is in Goodell's court. He can do what he likes with it. Uh, he could make it longer. He could agree with six games. We'll find out in the next three days. I did text a couple of bookmakers here in Las Vegas to get their reaction. This as soon as it, and I'll give you, again, I'll, I'll tell you what happened here. Circa, they never really take much off the board. In fact, up until this morning, you could bet the Browns any which way you wanted to here at Circa. They had him up for divisions, playoffs, alternate win totals, all of it, right? Uh, they did pull it off today with the news when it came down. I text Chris Bennett, who's in charge of uh, all the NFL numbers here at Circa. I said, are you going to make any adjustments to the Browns, or are you waiting for an appeal? And he said, I'm going to get all the markets back up this morning. Don't know when that's going to happen. And I text Jeff Sherman over at the Westgate, and I said, if they're going to, I asked if they're going to post numbers on the Browns today. He said, yes. I responded, if you, if you have an idea of what time that might be, I said, we'll bring up the numbers by 7 a.m. if we're off the air. I haven't heard a response yet. So they're going to get them back up this morning. Okay. And uh, the Westgate, by the way, they have numbers up. They post numbers through like week 18. So I, I wonder if they're going to post yeah. all well, Browns games in again. It's uh, Did you like the Big Lebowski? Well, of course the movie, I did. The yeah. dude? Right. Well, as yeah. the dude says when he's making the Caucasian, 
The White Russian, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. There's a lot of ins and a lot of outs to this. Uh-huh. Unprecedented. Number one, they have three days with the appeal. And I imagine they're going to appeal. And then Goodell has final say. So who knows what this ends up being as well. And most importantly, now you're going to see the public reaction. Yeah, you're going to start. I'm and sure you're getting that's that right now, big. actually. Yeah, you're yeah. going to see the reaction. And everyone's already screaming about Ridley. And, of course, everyone throwing out. Listen to this now. This just came down. Unprecedented condition. Watson can only get massages from therapists on the Browns staff. That's the mandate from Sue Robinson. He can't hire his own therapists, according to the NFL Network. He's a massageaholic. Okay, so it's going to only be from that should have been this whole thing. What, what, I mean, that should have been a five-year-old yeah, kid we're talking yeah, about here. This is what that should have been the case the whole time, and then the Texans were in on it too with the NDAs. All kinds of questions will come from this particular part of the Robinson decision, Mike Florio writes. The first is whether the dis- discipline officer even has the authority to make such a ruling, restricting a player from getting the treatment for any injury that he thinks is best far beyond the typical scope of player discipline, which typically limited to fines and suspensions. Uh, how do you enforce it, uh, too? Well, this is, And then she also said in the ruling it was nonviolent sexual yes. conduct. Correct. Uh, with getting the six games. So they weren't even close on a settlement that the league would say, we'll, we'll go down, we'll go as low as 12. And the, and the NFLPA said, we'll go as high as uh, in the six to eight range. So, but I think they're going to appeal. And again, they have three days. And then Goodell, Barley, uh, Goodell will have final say on this too, if it goes that way. And then, so who knows how high it'll get when it's all said and done. But the other thing is how this has taken so long. You know, you might, the season's right around the corner now, too, with, with with what it ends up finally being, how long he's going to be out. All right. So, okay, another text for some perspective here. Warren Sharp. Calvin Ridley, again, one year for non-criminal betting on games. Michael Kendrick suspended eight games for insider trading. <laughs> Miles Garrett, six games for one on-field fight. Major League Baseball's Trevor Bauer, two years, costing him $60 million for non-criminal sexual assault allegations. Yeah, there were some people that thought the Bauer thing would play into this too. And we would get more. But there's moving parts here. They are plus 275 at Bet Rivers to win the division. They the posted third, that back third up. Choice. Now. That is up right now. Yes. DraftKings has it up too. Okay. Plus uh, 230. This back from the Westgate, they said back this morning, um, they're going to go through everything and uh, put it up late this morning. Late this morning, posting their numbers. As Chris Bennett told us here at Circa as well. Here's this is interesting now. Uh, week seven is available at DraftKings. That's when, as of right now, Deshaun Watson's supposed to come back. Well, they're playing on the road against the Ravens. DraftKings has a number. They have Baltimore minus one and a half. Again, Baltimore's coming off a game against the Giants in week six. That's all it is? One and a half, yeah. Wow. Again, we had uh, Jacob on Twitter said he grabbed the Browns plus okay. three immediately. Okay. Well, I mean, the whole thing stinks here. Uh, the, the contract, that's embarrassing for the league. He only loses $330,000 during the suspension if, if it sticks at six. And apparently, you know, there wasn't uh, the boo birds weren't out when he was, he'd been at camp either, which uh, I guess, you know, not surprising. Uh, some people could be surprised by that, too. But, you know, fans are fans. Short for fanatic. 
So well, Cleveland will do anything for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, but the other thing is they can navigate the schedule. That's the other embarrassing part of this. How they laid out the schedule and made it so easy for them to tie in with the suspension that everyone expected. It's only one divisional game that he that uh, he would miss. And you go at Carolina. Who knows? Imagine it's Mayfield. But you're a one-point favorite in that game. You have the Jets at home. You have the Steelers at home. And then you go to Atlanta, arguably the worst team in the league, who many people think will be the worst, certainly the worst roster in the league. And then the Chargers, Patriots. And then you, you mentioned the Ravens game week seven when we come back on the road, Bengals at home, and then the bye. So just look how, how it's laid out with the schedule. Number one, how easy it is. Yeah. Got number a huge two, break. Number, how, how they how – they, how they, that's why I thought the league would come – the league would want to come down on them heavy too. How about the Browns with the shenanigans with the contract? I totally agree with that. that that's another one too. So right. maybe Goodell will play that hand. Right. Again, but when he comes back for that middle section of the schedule, I mean, that is a doozy for him. To go Ravens, Bengals back to back. Yeah, right. Right. Then a bye. And then two games in a row off the bye. And then they get the Buccaneers right away. Yeah, right. So I know it was a tough go of it in the last year uh, with, the, with the Texans. But. Come on, Brissett to Watson. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Well, that's a touchdown so upgrade. Sure, yes. So if they can get out of there with a three and one to start or a two, even a two and two. Yeah. Like I do take. I do think Brissett is serviceable. That's fair, right? I'm not yeah. like he's not he's not the worst quarterback we've ever seen. Like the drop off is not gonna yeah, he's go. Won games, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean he can yeah. he can play. He can play a little bit at this level. Now, is he good? No. But is he, you know, again, there's a difference between god-awful, serviceable, and good. And I'd say that he's a guy that can actually go out there, you know, wear a jersey and, you know, say hut and get the ball out of his hands. He's capable of doing that. Because we've seen, I mean, some of the worst in recent years. I mean, the, the Duck Hodges experiment in, in Pittsburgh, he's mm-hmm. not that. Yeah, yeah. But I think if he comes back in week seven, again, I, I said it's three and three possible with the schedule. I think it absolutely is with With their running game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mayfield sure. was atrocious in some games yeah. last year. Running game, they offensive got, line. Remember, they went to Lambeau on Christmas and should have beat them sure. with a quarterback who almost should have had six picks in that game. He was terrible. So that again, was the game. That was apparently the, the game where he was playing video games all week and wasn't studying. Let's just, he had COVID. Can you get into the playoffs at nine and eight? Oh, absolutely. I say you can, yes. Yeah. With the AFC West? Oh, yeah. Well, let's say it's going to take 10 wins. To go like worst case scenario here, that's a three and three start to me, which is certainly doable. And then again, they ended up finish seven yeah. and four with him. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel that bad about the bets you made after the New York no, Times I'm, I'm are not, HBO not, Sports. It's a, this is there's moving parts here. Oh, for sure. I mean, this is. Who's? Uh, I don't think this is going to be the. Oh, this is not the final the answer to the equation. Here. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, this is a crazy busy week, man. Yes. I mean. We knew that this was going to happen today, as of last night when that news dropped, and then Goodell now has three days to respond to this. So it's just like it goes from this into the trade no. di- deadline today and tomorrow in Major League Baseball into his his appeal or the, the announcement, whatever on his side, within the next seventy two hours. So we we talked to Lombardi earlier in the show, and it, and then it broke right after Lombardi was was on. But Lombardi just tweeted the inconsistency and discipline is staggering oh, oh, and leaves many wondering. I mean, that's what it is. It's like they're just they're making it up as they go. It doesn't make any sense. So people are questioning now, okay, now they have three days. What are they going to do? I mean, t- to me, that's a no-brainer what they're going to do. I mean, if you're going to – you mentioned the Ridley from the terms of the, the uh, discipline standpoint, which is asinine, I agree. 
But in terms of what are they going to do now, they took a year and a half they chased around Brady and how long that took and the money they spent on legal fees. Over Aaron, a football. So what do you think well, they want to do here? Because they, remember, they thought they wanted a year, at it, least a year here. I think the best example, though, was the one you brought up earlier, was Ray Rice. Oh, yeah. When they that knew, over. they saw the they video. They absolutely lied. They absolutely lied. 100% did. they did. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We didn't see the video. But, and then it gets leaked, and like, wait Darn. a second here. The entire country goes nuts. You're going to give the guy two games? Are you nuts? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, right. And the guy never played again. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you kind of whiffed on that one. Yes. So I think Goodell <laughs> maybe has learned yeah. his you know, lesson from that. So... I will right, we'll continue. We'll see what other stuff we find out with uh, books reposting stuff on Watson and the Browns. Uh, he got six games today. And uh, what to make of it as we continue here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the Money on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The breaking news about an hour or so ago Deshaun Watson suspended four, six games by Judge Sue Robinson. Now the ball is in Roger Goodell's court, and he will decide what to do. He has three days to make that decision. Here, by the way, this is very important because we talked about if it is going to be six games, he comes back for that Ravens game. And I thought about this as we were discussing it, but never brought it up. Uh, pro football focus. They have a Q&A going on right now. Some common questions they're getting. One is this. What are the implications of a suspension on Watson participating in games or practices? While suspended, Watson cannot practice with the Browns nor attend games or publicly represent the team in any way starting September 5th. Watson cannot have contact with any member of the coaching staff or personnel operations department. So he's going to miss all that time, no practices, no contact, and then come back. And by the way, his first game is going to be at Baltimore. Mm. Baltimore right now is minus one and a half at home at DraftKings. Okay. And you get the Bengals after that. And another question, should we expect the NFLPA slash Watson's team to fight back against a potential NFL appeal? Pro Football Focus says yes, and the exception... Uh, I'm sorry. And the expectation is that they will do so vigorously. Florio from Pro Football Talk, Mark Mansky of Washington Post, have reported the NFLPA is expected to argue that because of the treatment of owners, i.e. the lack thereof, for recent off-field transgressions committed by at least three owners would make a substantial punishment of Watson unfair and hypocritical. So this is, again, the ping-pong match is going to continue if Watson does a or if uh, Goodell does appeal or he makes another decision, this is not going to be the end of it then. You asked me the playoff question, and I definitely think nine wins can get there. Uh, I would say I think the Colts win the South, and that's it. No Tennessee, no Jacksonville, no wild card there. Okay. AFC West is going to be brutal, tough, right? Most people picked the Raiders in last place, and they yeah. went to the playoffs last year, and they got better in the offseason. Uh, in the East, uh, I as far as physique, Mac Jones doesn't look like the same guy. It's incredible. But I trust Belichick, and do you trust Tua? I mean, who finishes in second place, and that's... Well, first-year coach. Yeah, They sure. made a, a ton of improvements in the right. offseason. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if they win 7-8 game Miami. I, 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 could see, yeah, I could see Tua struggling. Uh, and then, again, New England is a minus 60 no to uh, miss the playoffs. So I definitely think there's a path that they could... Yeah, 9-8 and eight definitely gets you in. 
but uh, plus 275, as I said earlier, for the Browns, to, uh, the third choice of Bet Rivers to win the division. If it's just manage it while he's out. But then again, who knows how long he's going to be out sure. when it's all said and done, once, right. if they appeal and what Goodell says. If you want to post those odds right now to win the AFC, the Browns can be had at 14. I also saw 15 to 1 a little bit earlier this hour. But let's not forget, Paulie, that rightfully so, they are behind two teams in their own division. Like, everybody expects Baltimore to be good this year. I'm one of them. Um, they were decimated by injuries last year, including the star quarterback, Lamar Jackson. They're going to be back yep. this season, had another good offseason like they yep. always do. And I mean, I know that people are going to bring up the Super Bowl, Super Bowl hangover. I don't really care. I think Joe Burrow is legitimately one of the best quarterbacks in football already. And they got better in the offseason. So with him missing six games as of right now, even if they would go three and three, they're not as good as, as Baltimore and Cincinnati. Now, when he comes back, and if he has enough time, then sure, may, maybe they can be. Well, Harbaugh's a very good coach. Uh, they were They were eight and three, and then all the COVID business and injuries, and you almost won games with Huntley. You lost to the Rams and Packers in the close games. Two point, came down to two-point uh, conversions in those games. The other right. thing, too, with the Browns, and I mentioned how bad Mayfield was last year. Well, two years ago, they almost went to the AFC title game. So it shows yep. you the talent that they have, and Stefanski's a good coach, and that uh, they're they're close as well. And Watson's better than Mayfield, no doubt. So you can go back, you can back and forth on that too, about what's happened the last two years in Cleveland. Okay, so but the running game was so good, potent running game. Teams that are certainly better, right? Bills definitely. Chiefs are better. Are the Chargers? I can't get there. I you got you got to prove it. I, every year we do this. I'm tired of hearing about the talent. Go out and win games. Right? So you would say They're, the unknown of Deshaun Watson, you still have yeah. Cleveland better than the Chargers? Well, I would say, oh, the finished product. When it's all said when and done. When it's all said and done. Yeah, when it's all said and done. Yes, yes. Um, Broncos? That's a tough call. I, I don't think, know. I think the Broncos can be damn good. Yeah. I do. I did bet them week one, Monday night. I like them. Don't you think that goes to seven? Or gets to six and a half or six? Yeah, I think it does. Everyone, Yeah. Wilson going back there. Going back, lighting up his former team. He wanted out of there. He doesn't like Pete Carroll. Yeah. The Broncos, they, they've been missing a quarterback. Everybody knows this, right? They've been missing a quarterback for so long. He's awesome. And it's going to be that guy in a revenge game, revenge right. game against Geno Smith. Okay. So compare their odds here. They're the same odds as the Colts. And, and Adam Chernoff's high on them, and a lot of people are high on the Colts. And I, I think, oh, I, I, think I, I bet the Colts over nine and a half. I bet the Colts to win the division. I mean, I, I can't. How do they not win that division, barring I'm, I'm, an injury? I'm big on the Colts this yes. year. Yes, so yeah. that's it. and that, that's the important thing that Chernoff said too was that in that division, and and the talent that they have in the running game with Taylor, and the offensive line, maybe the one seeds in play because the AFC West is going to beat up on each other. Well, what and we maybe got? and maybe the Bills actually lose some games in the division. So you're coming over to my side. We got into that knockdown yeah. drag out when they well, signed Matt Ryan. Well, yeah, I don't think it was. Yeah, I didn't think. I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan. I just I liked him over he had, Carson he, he's Wentz. He's had one great year. Yeah. Well, okay, you can you can go. Yes. Uh, so Browns at twelve to one. I don't the the Dolphins. You're right. I could see that going. I could see that go sideways. Seven eight. Yeah. Maybe they win ten. Maybe they see. How about the, the but the continue like the the disrespect all offseason still for the Raiders. You know that uh, 
they were nine to one to win their division earlier this year. Yeah, nine to one to win the AFC West, a playoff team last year that won ten games. Well, and they got better in the offseason. I'm a human being, so I mean, listen, I I I can't stand. I'm sick of the Chiefs. I have Chiefs fatigue. Between the the wife and the brother, it's a too much with Mahomes. But with the Raiders, you you said it. How many distractions are you going to throw at you? Last year, and they still made the playoffs. Incredible. Now you get arguably the best wide receiver. You get an upgraded head coach. You get a healthy Waller. He was never healthy last year and couldn't get on the defensive field. defensive line. I'm not a big, Jones comes uh, over. Right. I'm not a big car guy, but certainly that that's it sets up where the Raiders could win maybe t- uh, still with the tough division, but ten wins too, and maybe uh, Denver's the team that finishes the last. Place. Well, are you a car guy this year based on his weapons? I mean, it's well, you Waller. Should be able to put up. You should be able to put up ridiculous numbers. I, his touchdown prop here yeah. in town is 29 and a half. Now, he's only gone over that, I think, once or twice in his career. He only had 23 last year. He can't throw 30 touchdowns this season. When Think about right, this. Right. <clears throat> when the Packers used Adams in the red zone more than like anybody, he was an automatic go-to target like at the five-yard line. And then the, you can go, you can spread them out. You can go Adams, Waller, yeah. and Renfro across the board when they get to the red zone. 29 and he can't that's not doable. Yeah. We're just we're getting carried away with the Chargers like we are every year. They oh, every single the, season, in a yeah. game they had to have every, they were run out in Houston. Every power Come rating on. I see has them top 5. Yeah. Every single one. Now that's just that's based no. on numbers whatever but it's like no. without a home I, field I think, advantage? I think I think there maybe, is no yeah. home field yeah. advantage no. either. I think we might be going a little overboard with the, the the amount of talent on the team. Yeah. You're actually seeing Raider money week 1 in that game. The Raiders Come are good. Three, yeah, three and a half. Uh, that's three and a half. Chargers are at home against the Raiders week one. Good game. Yeah. And then the Thursday night, they go to Kansas City. So they might be 0-2 to start. I'm telling you, there there will be some nice plus prices on teams to miss the playoffs in the AFC that will come in at the end of the year. Because so many teams are good. Mm-hmm. Not They all can't make it. Yeah, right. As we talked about, they also get the, the turnover. What is it, usually six new teams every year. In and out. I got to tell you, I love that DraftKings has Week 7 on the board right now. That's in Baltimore? That yeah. game's in Baltimore. They're laying yeah. a point and a half. Yeah. But based on what and you just said, with the time away from the team, that's too short. I, I thought it was too short anyway. Yeah, right, right. I'd, I'd look at laying one and a half. Sorry, Jake, who tweeted in earlier yeah. who said he grabbed three. But there's a difference. between. I'd, I'd look at the one and a half. We're not allowed to bet at DraftKings, but that's a uh, oh man, that's going to be his first week back in any action whatsoever. No contact, no no practicing, nothing. Well, again, I, I'm confident that's going to be Brissett, anyways. You, just you watch what happens later in the day. Watch what happens. People are are outraged by this, and that'll get the league will be well aware of it. Okay, make a number then right now. Six. I'll make it Five? six and a half. Will you? Okay. Yeah. Right. What would you do then? Come on. I mean, I'm asking you, what would you do? Yeah, take if the I'm Ravens. the book, I'll make six and a half games of suspension. I'll, I'll take, oh, this, oh, so suspension of the line. The suspension. I was saying, the, yeah. Over. Still going over. It's going to go over. Yeah. Yeah. You think if they, they want a year, remember, they were they wanted the whole year. I know. They said low, low will go 12 for the settlement, which got nowhere. They said low will go 12. So. Then if Goodell if, if, comes if, if, out if, and gives him 12 games, what's the point of all this? Yes, I know. Right. What? A waste of time. All of this Absolute, for that? I know. Really? wanted to change because, yes. Oh, my God. All right. We'll get to our in-pocket plays. We're betting coming up next year and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Time now. Here we go. In pocket plays. Paulie, you're on the board. 
This goes back to like uh, pre-vacation. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, with the uh, British Open. McIntyre did not finish top 20, but Tommy, Tommy boy, Tommy Fleetwood, top 10, top 5. But top 10 paid 380, and that was a winner in the golf. Also had a little Cam Smith. So that, oh, was, nice. uh, that was fun. That was a fun uh, golf tournament. Uh, with oh, that. that was a great event. Yes, it was. Uh, a lot of fun. So... Uh, let's go with a couple today. I, I like I lean Cleveland, by the way. Quantrill's been good at home. Uh, Diamondbacks look to use an opener in this game. So Cleveland's a game back now in that wild division. Looking at them a dollar forty. But uh, soccer's back, baby, and Nigel will be on Friday. But we have one in the championship. Let's go with uh, Watford plus one thirty. They were demoted, sent down after having a bad year in the prem, and they're playing Sheffield United today. So we'll take Watford plus 130 and then go under two and a half goals in that one as well. And Colts over nine and a half wins minus 150 as well. That's what we're going with today. Okay. Uh, In-pocket plays that I made during vacation, some of them, and uh, these are still available. Kevin O'Connell, coach of the year for the Vikings, 18 to 1. You're going to notice I'm high in the Vikings this season. Uh, offensive Player of the Year, Je- uh, Justin Jefferson, twenty to one. Bet yep. him. That's available. Vikings to win ten or more games plus one forty. That's still on the board. I didn't know it was that bad between Cousins and Zimmer too. Oh man, when those yeah. when that story came out. Yeah. Instant upgrade for the Vikings this year when you okay. heard that. All right. Uh, comeback Player of the Year got uh, Saquon Barkley at twenty five and forty to one. He's still available today at thirty to one if you shop around. Um. That's a great. I think it's a great number. I think uh, his chances this year with Dable as the head coach. You just all you got to tell me is no more Joe Judge <laughs> and Jason Garrett. I'm in. I have to say it. I have to laugh. He's forty to one. Watson's twelve. Ridiculous. What is he coming back from? Is <laughs> this? Yeah. I can't. Uh, I mean, I get the, the the judge today says he can't get a massage from any. It's got to be a Brown staff member, and that's it. Yeah. And there is no chance voters would give Watson an award this year, or probably ever moving forward. Okay? And this on the Texans. Again, Davis Mills last year, 17th best EPA in the final five games of the season. They are 23rd. Well, last year they were 23rd in DVOA on defense. They faced the ninth toughest schedule last season from on past defense. This year it's the seventh easiest. He's 201 at the Westgate to lead, uh, lead the league in passing yards. That's his job. They're going to be bad again this year. They're going to be trailing in many of these games. Good point by Michael Lombardi about where he went in the draft. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. He had a good year. 200 to 1 most passing yards. Will it happen? Yeah. Very unlikely. But 200 to 1? Okay, I'm on board. Um, those Gar- are Garoppolo my... to Houston makes no sense to me. None. I, I don't I, get that it. Would be, that would right. be stupid if the Texans did that. Okay. Yeah, and that's all I have uh, for today. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown buck. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. So we we keep bringing up, you know, the only ones. I mean, we're outraged. The Ridley thing, the, the, well, I got this, more it's all over the board. But the other one here, we I've mentioned Brady time and time again today. But that's I mentioned Brady because I think an appeal's coming uh, and how they spent a year and a half chasing Brady down over a couple, you know, business and uh, football. Roethlisberger and Zeke Elliott had one accuser, and they got the same uh, as Watson. There you go. And this is 30 women. Yeah. So now it heats up. So now you take the temperature of court of public opinion. 
public outrage, and we'll see what happens in this simmer for the rest of the day and then three days for the league to decide what to do. And there could be, I guess they could agree to extend the window too on that. I'll go one more. This is a good tweet from Tristan Kuhn. NFL suspensions. Kelvin Ridley, 17 games for betting. Vontez Perfect, 12 games for targeting. DeAndre Hopkins, six games, PED. Martavis Bryant, indefinitely, weed. Josh Gordon, 25-plus games, weed. Darren Waller, 16 games, substance abuse. Deshaun Watson, six games for everything that he did. I mean, it's not even close. It's not even the same ballpark. It's all over the board. No, this is not the end of the story today. No. It's not. But then again, the NFLPA, they can come back and fight Goodell with what he rules down. If he comes down and says, we're going to give him 12, we're going to give him a full well, year. That, that's my big takeaway. Is they, 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 why this took so long was Judge Robinson said, okay, try to work out a settlement. And they weren't even, they weren't even close with that. The league wanted a year. Right. The lowest they would go, we'll go 12. We'll go as low as 12. So you know what the, the league's thinking and I think what's going to happen. Yeah. I have good news and bad news. What do you want first? I want the bad. The bad news is we are doing, well, we have to move Matt Humans back a day for the fast food rankings because tomorrow is a trade deadline MLB special. Uh, and we'll be talking, the whole network's doing MLB trade deadline special. So Matt Humans will be Wednesday. Can't wait for his fast food rankings. And we have a new number one that we know. We'll find out what that's going to be. And no one breaks it down like uh, very humans. Can't wait to. He Get might, into that Wednesday. Matt Humans might have to come in studio for the full first hour on Wednesday if he'll do that. We got, we got to do college I mean, football, the betting guide with him. Got to do that too. Hall of Fame game. Do that too. And the good news: How many times would we get? I mean, this went till even December last year with tweets and emails and where is he? Right. Well, Chuck Edel's back, so you know Chuck was uh, took the year off uh, at a health scare. And I know his 20-1 run a couple of years ago oh, was unprecedented what he did. He is amazing with totals as well. In Incredible. College. So I was, uh, he reached out. He's excited. And that is from the get-go, people. Because remember, in my opinion, he's the best preseason guy out there. He's the best one I've ever come what across. What to listen for, look for, and hear in all these press conferences. Because the coaches will tell you the game plan a lot. And what's oh, going to yeah. happen no, with he's the very preseason. Good. So Chuck... We'll be ready to go with the preseason football, and we'll talk to Chuck every week. And then we think in the regular season, will he be on Fridays? Yes. Oh, man, our, our shows are going to be loaded uh, coming up for the football season. Mm-hmm. Chernoff's going to be on weekly. Paul Stone, Brad Powers. I think maybe Ross Tucker's going to be on quite a bit. Lombardi, obviously, a lot. Church. Palm. Charge. Palm to update the uh, contest. That'll be awesome as well. Very good. Yep, and the baseball's heating up, too. It's going to be a fun close of the baseball season. You mentioned it earlier, too, about the most wins yeah. prop bet. and who's. Yeah. I, I wouldn't dismiss the Mets because now you get DeGrom's going tomorrow. That was always one of the, the teams that I feared right. when I bet the Yankees. So yeah. are, uh, tomorrow, are the Mets going to do anything? The Mets can just say, hey, we're going to make the best move. We got the, we got DeGrom coming back sure at the could. deadline. Sure. We're 64-37 and 37 without our best player. Yep. And the, I, do you think Soto goes anywhere? Uh, I do. I don't. Really? I, I, I We're don't. down to three teams now. I don't think they trade him. I think they do. I, I, I mean, I'll make if, a side bet if with he's gonna, Okay, if he's going to say I'll no bet, to $440 million. How about the plane business, huh? With the derby? Come on. Oh, I know. You can't fix that. That's out. 
But I don't think they get rid of him. I don't think they... Well, here's what, here's what happened. A little bit. We could have a little mini Rudy Gobert. I think the Hall, if you want to call it that, but what Seattle had to give up for Castillo, now it just changes things now. Yeah, what, what's sure. going to... And it impacts the pitchers. Now what you get for Frankie Bag of Donuts and everything. But now we're only down to... Well, how about the Angels, Lily? I think you have to listen. But now even for the Otani stuff. Yeah. What would that take? Uh, that would take the, that would be yeah. Herschel Walker. Okay, right. So, Padres, Dodgers. No, no, no excuse me. Padres, Cardinals, and is that that's the three teams. Dodgers, Cardinals, Padres. That's it. Okay, yep. thank you. Right. If right. The, let me ask you this: If the Padres get Soto tomorrow at the deadline, what does that do no. for you with with that team? I still have concerns about the pitching. Oh, Musgrove's, they're, they're, Musgrove's tough time now. They're, they're still not yeah, even close to the I Dodgers. Can't, yeah, right, right. They're closer to the Dodgers, but the Dodgers are still up here, and the, the yes. Padres are be- below them. Yeah. They're not. And there are teams in the National League probably still. Well, I mean, that's you're right. Because are, the pitching, I need to know more about the pitching. Are we still sure that the Padres are making the playoffs? I'm telling you, this St. Louis schedule, I know they're not playing good ball, but I think they'll make a move. They have 25 games left against the Cubs, Reds, and Pirates. Yeah. Phillies are playing good ball, but they have 16 left against Atlanta and the Mets. The Padres have 20. Now, if the Giants trade Rodon, I mean, they're waving the flag. But the Padres, the Padres anyway. have 21 remaining against the Giants and Dodgers. Yep. And the Giants just, the Dodgers just roughed them up. Yep. Uh, highlight from vacation. Mine was to go see uh, Albuquerque in the, the Breaking Bad store and did the Breaking Bad tour in Albuquerque. It was unbelievable. I can't oh, believe all, all the merchandise. It was all impromptu. They got statues, yeah. Did it the day of, and it was wow. like blown away by all that. Well, you're going to see him tonight. On that note, you're going to see Walt hey, and Jesse Pinkman. Coming off that great episode of Better Call Saul, huh? Last Monday, wasn't that terrific? <laughs> oh, boy. You nailed it. You couldn't wait to kill Lalo, right? Yep. And then you do a whole thing with Gene in Nebraska. Oh, my God. But you can do that, but not with only four episodes left. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, stay tuned to VSIN all day long today. Much more on the Deshaun Watson story, and if any trades happen in baseball. Take the VEASAN experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit VEASAN.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights and analysis, get insights. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.